0: Local high school sports and beyond. It's on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Coming to you live from the Lee Company studio right here. The home of WKOM 1017FM. West 7th Street looking mighty fine today. We we're supposed to have some Rain, but hopefully it'll just. I deal it later today. Uh, it, it, is it? It's you said it's later today. Yeah, around like I think I said saw it at like four or five p.m. But well, who knows? We'll take yeah. it. We'll take what we got right now. Not a big deal.
1: We'll uh, see if we'll see if Columbia's dome holds up. Usually, seems to be a dome over us that rain tends to scooter scooter around us at times. Well, I know
0: there are some coaches who like that around here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, and
0: speaking of coaches, mm-hmm. we have one on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline this morning. And excited to be joined by Columbia Academy track and field coach Brady Henson, who helped his his Bulldogs to a uh, couple of state championships, well, three state championships, at uh, the most recent spring fling. So... We appreciate him joining us this morning. Coach, welcome in. Thanks for joining us.
2: Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. I'm sure you guys are enjoying a little bit of a reprieve from all the spring fling activities.
1: Still trying to recover, man. <laughs> as as I'm sure as I'm sure Connor is as well.
2: He, he is. He's actually uh, asleep right now still, so <laughs> he, he's enjoying a little a little rest today, that's for sure.
1: Well, I think he's earned it. Um, as Chris mentioned, Connor um, winning three events at the Division 2A State Track and Field Championships last Wednesday over at Rockvale, winning the 800, the 1600, and the 3200 meters, um, and that's a triple that... You don't see very often. I think my rudimentary research revealed Oakland's Brock Baker sweeping those events in 2013 at the um, AAA state championships. And before that, um, Brentwood Academy's Andrew Bumbleo doing so at the D2 state meet in '05. So basically, as far as I can tell, Connor was the third guy to pull this off in sixteen years,
2: and and that's kind of what my research found as well. Um, I, I I think I don't know of anybody other than those two that have ever done it, uh, which is which is pretty which is pretty awesome. I mean, there's really no other way to describe it, but you know,
1: and and I, awesome. I think both those guys were seniors. Is that right? They
2: were, and, yes, sir. And if you if you really want to like look at a body of work, uh, research Andrew Bumelon and see what what all he did after after high school and was able to achieve. Um, you know, he raced pro up until just a few years ago. So you know, that's that's a pretty big, it's pretty big comparison, um, and it's pretty fascinating to be honest with you.
1: And, and like I said, both those guys did it and then went on to the collegiate ranks. Um, you feel like. Something like this kind of puts a, a bullseye on Connor's back for next year, especially with the cross country state championship that he won back in the fall.
2: Well, one hundred percent, though. I mean, it's it's one hundred percent. I mean, you know, it, he was on folks' radar. I mean, I, I don't know how he could not have been, but I think it. I think it just is magnified next year, and uh, and I think he'll be. I think he'll be ready for the challenge
1: speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Columbia Academy, Trek and Field, and cross-country coach, Brady Henson. Um, Brady, as we talked Wednesday night after this 800, 1,600, meters, uh, 3,200 meters, three almost completely different races, not just from a distance standpoint, but how how you attack them and how you prepare for them and... You know, to to take on any one of those is a pretty big deal. But again, to try to to try to run all three of them in the period in the time span that you're dealing with, in particular, I would think is a challenge.
2: It, it really was, and you know, we had to really kind of game plan for every type of scenario that there would be that Connor would have to kind of go through. I mean, I really, you know, like you and I talked previously, I, I really was not a fan of him running the thirty two meter uh, race. Uh, at the regional and or state, but the longer we kept looking at it, it looked like it was going to kind of maybe work in our favor. But what we, you know, what you try to do is you try to figure out what the other teams are going to do, how they're going to approach the race, you know, where, where their kids are going to race at, at the, at the state meet. And you try to find some sort of, you know, every scenario that there is and you go over it with, with your runners. And sometimes it works out and sometimes it's a complete and total disaster. Um, but everything last Wednesday worked works kind of perfectly to a plan and it, it doesn't work that way all the time, but it, it did, it did Wednesday and I'm, I'm thankful for our research that we did for the Millers and their research that they did. And we kind of, we put together probably five different scenarios and, and, um, the one that we had hoped for kind of turned out to be it so the 1600 was a was not as big a challenge as we had thought which means he saved some energy the 800 was much more of a challenge than what we thought um and then the 3200 kind of played right into what we had hoped it, it would go out slow and, and end a little quick and, and it worked to Connor's advantage.
1: Connor ran a 4 minute 24.15 second time in the 1600 that was his first race of the day um finished two seconds ahead of Trace Alexander of Battleground Academy. In the eight hundredth, that was his second race, he ran a one fifty five point three nine, about a second and a half, roughly ahead of University School of Nashville's Neil Narayan, Narayanan. Narayan Yes. yes. <laughs> That's a challenge just saying it. And then in the thirty in the thirty two, um, he won by seven or eight seconds over Harding Academy's Andy Hinton running a nine fifty three point nine six. And what I thought was fascinating, Brady was talking to Connor afterward. You know, he said he, he couldn't really celebrate the 800 or the 1600 because he had another race to get ready for. So, yeah, I, it's fun, but it's, you know, on to the next thing, I guess.
2: It is. It it really is. I mean, after the 1600, you know, we came back and uh, started working on drying all his shirts and shorts and whatnot for the 800. And then the 800 was a, you know, was a pretty well, pretty good rain. Um, And as soon as he got off the podium, he had to walk over to the check-in tent for the 3200. (laughs) He had about five minutes at the check-in tent, and then they walked him across the field to get ready to go run the 32.
1: Wow, that's,
0: that <laughs> I'll tell you. If you didn't think what he did was impressive, that that should certainly help you. I mean, I, it's it's really impressive to think how dominant he's been all year long, and I mean, in every event he's run, it just feels like he was the guy everybody was chasing. And to know he's just a junior, that just that's insane. Have you guys? Um, have you guys decided, you know, is he going to do the same thing next year? Uh, is he going to try to repeat that?
2: Uh, absolutely, yeah. No, we haven't. Our our, our goals are, are the same as they were this year. You know, we want to go back, and, and, and he wants to clearly defend his titles and, and everything that he did this year. So, um, yeah, no, we, we we won't deviate from that uh, whatsoever. We'll, we'll stay, the, stay the same. And next year it gets a little bit more interesting – uh, as you, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but so D2 alternates uh, the 3200 meter race. So, for example, this year, uh, D2 double A actually raced their 3200 meter run, uh, first thing Wednesday morning, like at eight in the morning. Um, and they rotate years, which means for Connor's senior year, Connor will get the opportunity to run the 3200 first thing in the morning. And then we'll run the other two events later on that afternoon, which is, which makes things a little bit more easy.
0: That, that will certainly – you want to go from 16 to 32 in a, from the podium to the check-in tent. That's good. That's ideal.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> so basically what you're saying is he, he swept these three events this year and next year it's going to be an even, an even easier setup for him.
2: Theoretic, it will be, theoretically. It will be, theoretically right because you know you never know who's gonna that's the great thing about running or any sport you know some kid could be just like connor was his sophomore year and just getting mad and just completely dedicate himself to fixing all the little things that that he let kind of get away from him and you know next year's another year i mean we're getting ready to start that very soon and and there's always going to be there's always going to be somebody that's there that wasn't there the year before so you know we we, we'll never take anything for granted and um and we always and we'll always look over our shoulder for you know somebody else coming along that that we didn't see
1: it's interesting that you say you look over your shoulder in light of the picture that we've got with the story on the website of of connor doing that very thing toward (laughs) toward the tail end of that um 1600 meters um Speaking on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Brady Henson, the track and field and cross-country coach at Columbia Academy. And Brady, you know, under normal circumstances, we would be talking about a first-year track athlete finishing second in the state in the 300-meter hurdles. But clearly his teammate made this a not usual circumstance, but Collins Malone's performance this year has got to be something that as a track and field coach really makes you proud.
2: I, I, honestly, I, I could not be any more proud uh, of an athlete other than my son now, uh, of Collins. I mean, here here is a guy that literally um, showed up and had no track experience whatsoever. You know, and it's in his first race he ran I wanna say ran a forty seven for his first three hundred meter hurdle and then finishes the season with a state runner up and ran um, I wanna say Collins ran like a forty one fifty three. So that's exactly what pretty he ran. Much, yeah. Yeah, so pretty much a you know close to a six second improvement over the course of a season. And look, and, and that's in 300 meters, so that's significant. And Collins is just that kid that if you tell him what to do and you and you show him what to do and you give him instruction, he takes it in, he absorbs it, and he puts it to practical use. And, you know, any coach in the world would love to have that kind of kid um, to coach. And he really did everything that we asked of him. And at the end of the day, it, it turned out, you know, we expected him to be – looking at times and looking at seeds we expected him to be in the top three uh at the state and to finish as a runner up i mean um that was just phenomenal couldn't be any more proud of him and and his work that he put in
1: and i guess with him being a a three-sport athlete you know doing football and basketball as well uh, he's relying a lot on just natural ability there it's kind of tough to really attack the technical points with him with no more time than you have to work with him, I would guess. Is that fair?
2: That is more than fair. Uh, <laughs> you know, he is an outstanding athlete. Uh, and he he does, you know, he does have a lot of other commitments. And what we were able to do kind of like the last four weeks working with his, his dad, who, who was an amazing help as well, uh, he played seven-on-seven football. So we were able to get a little bit more time with him going into the last four or five weeks of the season. And and we were able to kind of work on the little technical things uh, on top of his natural ability. And I and those little technical things, you know, added up, you know, over eight hurdles. If you can shave off a quarter of a second, that's kind of a big deal for each hurdle. So we we worked on the small things. We tried, we really tried not to overload him with a lot of major things. And we did what what most coaches try to do all the time. And that's just work on the fundamentals. And if you can just work on the fundamentals, you'll really find out that, that kids will get a little bit faster with each race because you're not putting a lot on them. You're just giving them the small little baby steps. And and Collins did more than baby steps.
0: Yeah, it was, it was clear that, uh, that he was doing something, not necessarily that he's, used to doing I mean when you are talking about a guy who's a novice at something and yet still goes out there and finishes as well as he as he did you have to be really impressed with his his drive and uh, athleticism for sure completely uh Brady we appreciate you hanging out with us this morning um it's uh it's always fun to talk about Connor and everybody else that you guys have over there. Uh, I know that cross country season is going to be a lot of fun this year, and we are looking forward to that as well. Um, So we appreciate it. And we uh, hope that you will keep in touch and we will talk to you. I'm sure if not over the summer, certainly early in the fall.
2: Absolutely. And appreciate you guys having me and appreciate all you do. And I, I don't know how you did it for spring fling, but y'all did. And your coverage was absolutely amazing. So I think I speak for a lot of people. We appreciate what you got to do as well.
1: Thank you, sir. We'll catch you up.
2: Sounds great. Take care. All right. All right.
0: That's Brady Henson, the Columbia Academy track and field coach and This is Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it is Trevecca baseball coach Chase Sane.